Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Truth Seekers Podcast. A truth seeker is someone who wants to know the truth. They search for what's true, and they won't rest until they find it. I am a truth seeker, and if you are too, then you've come to the right place where we will search for truth each week in the stories of the Bible. In our last episode, we learned about Ruth and Naomi. Both Ruth and Naomi had lost their husbands. In those days, without a husband, it was difficult for a woman to provide for herself. I'm sure they were frightened and unsure about what would happen to them. But God had a plan. He would not leave them alone. He would take care of them. You see, one of the laws God had established for the Israelites was a law that allowed widows and those who were poor and did not have much money to walk through the fields after they had been harvested and pick up all of the leftover grain. The law stated that they were allowed to take this leftover grain for free without paying for it since they were poor. They could take the leftover grain home and use it to make food. In our last episode, we learned that Ruth was gleaning leftover grain from the field of a man named Boaz. When Ruth told Naomi about Boaz, Naomi became so excited. She was overjoyed when she heard about Boaz because Boaz was a relative of her late husband. He was a kinsman redeemer. What is a kinsman redeemer, you ask? Well, a kinsman redeemer was a relative of the family. Your cousins, your aunts, and your uncles are all your relatives because they are related to you. Boaz was related to Naomi's late husband. The law stated that the closest relative could marry a woman whose husband had died in order to provide for her and protect her so she would not starve or become poor. Naomi realized that if Boaz was willing, he could marry Ruth and they would be provided for. The question was, would Boaz be willing to marry Ruth, a woman he had just met? Let's listen to find out. One day, Naomi said to Ruth, My daughter, should I not try to find a home for you where you will be well provided for? Is not Boaz with whose servant girls you have been a kinsman of ours? Tonight he will be winnowing barley on the threshing floor. Wash and perfume yourself and put on your best clothes. Then go down to the threshing floor, but don't let him know you are there until he has finished eating and drinking. When he lies down, note the place where he is lying, then go and uncover his feet and lie down. He will tell you what to do. Now you might be thinking, what a funny thing for Naomi to tell Ruth to do. Lie down at the feet of Boaz while he is sleeping? As strange as it sounds to you and me, this was a common custom of the Israelites. It was common for a servant to lie at the feet of his master and even share a part of his covering. By observing this custom, Ruth would let Boaz know that he could be her kinsman redeemer and marry her. Now Ruth may have thought Naomi's advice was strange and odd, 
But do you know what Ruth said to Naomi? She said to Naomi, I will do whatever you say. So Ruth went down to the threshing floor and did everything her mother-in-law told her to do. When Boaz had finished his work on the threshing floor and finished eating his dinner, he went over to lie down at the far end of the grain pile. You see, there was so much work to be done once the barley was harvested. It took all day and all night to thresh it. So Boaz would stay overnight at the threshing floor. After Boaz went to sleep, Ruth quietly uncovered his feet and lay down. In the middle of the night, something startled him, and he woke up and turned to discover a woman lying at his feet. Who are you? he asked. I am your servant Ruth, she said. Please spread the corner of your garment over me, since you are my kinsman redeemer. Ruth said this to Boaz because the act of him covering her with his blanket or garment was a symbol for him covering her with protection and provision if he were to marry her. If he covered her, it meant that he was willing to marry her and be her kinsman redeemer. What would Boaz do? What would he say? Would he tell her to leave? Would he tell her no? I wonder if Ruth anxiously waited in that moment to hear what Boaz would say. Then Boaz looked at Ruth in the eyes, and he said to her, The Lord bless you, my daughter. This kindness is greater than that which you showed earlier. You have not run after the younger men, whether rich or poor. And now, my daughter, don't be afraid. I will do for you all you ask. All my fellow townsmen know that you are a woman of noble character. Although it is true that I am near of kin, there is a kinsman redeemer nearer than I. Stay here for the night, and in the morning, if he wants to redeem good, let him redeem. But if he is not willing, as sure as the Lord lives, I will do it. So with that, Boaz told Ruth that he would redeem her, that he would marry her. But there was one man who was closer as a relative than Boaz was, and he had to go and talk to him first before he could marry Ruth. So Ruth lay at his feet until morning, and Boaz said to her, Bring me the shawl you are wearing and hold it out. When she did so, he poured into it six measures of barley and put it on her. Then he went back to town. When Ruth came to her mother-in-law, Naomi asked, How did it go, my daughter? Then Ruth told her everything Boaz had done for her and added, He gave me these six measures of barley, saying, Don't go back to your mother-in-law empty-handed. Then Naomi said, Wait, my daughter, until you find out what happens, for the man will not rest until the matter is settled today. So Boaz went up to the town gate and sat there. When the kinsman redeemer he had mentioned came along, Boaz said, Come over here, my friend, and sit down. So he went over and sat down. When the man sat down, Boaz said to him, Naomi, who has come back from Moab, is selling the piece of land that belonged to her husband, our brother. I thought I should bring the matter to your attention and suggest that you buy it 
since it is your right to buy it before it is sold to someone who is not a part of our family. You can redeem it to keep it in the family. If you will redeem it, do so. But if you will not, tell me, so I will know. For no one has the right to do it except you, and I am next in line after you. The man said, I will redeem it. Then Boaz said, Well, on the day you buy the land from Naomi, you will also have to take in both Ruth and Naomi to take care of them with the land. When the man heard this, he said, Well, then I cannot redeem it. I have my own family and land to care for. I cannot share my family and my children and land with them. You redeem it then, Boaz. I cannot do it. At this news, Boaz was overjoyed. He really wanted to be the one to marry Ruth all along and to take care of her because he loved her. For it to become official, in those days, to redeem a property of land from one person to another, instead of signing a piece of paper like we do today, they would take off their sandals and give it to the other person. This was the way the deal was legalized and official. The man said to Boaz, You buy the land back into the family and marry the widow Ruth. And then he removed his sandal to officially give Boaz the right to redeem the land and marry Ruth. Then Boaz announced to all the elders and all the people, Today you are witnesses that I have bought from Naomi all the property of her husband Elimelech and his sons. I have also acquired Ruth the Moabite as my wife in order to maintain the name of the family line with his property so that his name will not disappear from among his family or from the town records. Today you are my witnesses. Then the elders and all those at the gate said, We are witnesses. May the Lord make the woman who is coming into your home like Rachel and Leah, who together built up the house of Israel. So Boaz took Ruth, and she became his wife, and he loved her and provided for her and took care of her and her mother-in-law Naomi. And Ruth gave birth to a son. The women in the village said to Naomi, Praise be to the Lord, who this day has not left you without a kinsman redeemer. May he become famous throughout Israel. He will renew your life and sustain you in your old age. For your daughter-in-law, who loves you and who is better to you than seven sons, has given you a grandchild. Then Naomi took her grandson and laid him in her lap and cared for him. And no longer was Naomi bitter or angry. The Lord had restored her joy. And Ruth and Boaz named their son Obed. Can you say Obed? Obed became the father of Jesse. And Jesse became the father of a very, very important man in Israel that we are going to learn about next week. Who do you think this man is? Can you guess which famous Israelite man Ruth became the great-grandmother of? I'll give you a hint. He was one of Israel's greatest kings. You'll have to listen to the next episode to find out. So what truth can we find in today's story, Truth Seekers? A kinsman redeemer is a very big word, but it's an important word for us to remember. It's important because Jesus is a kinsman redeemer to us. 
We were lost in sin and darkness and Jesus redeemed us. Just like Boaz redeemed or bought back the land that belonged to Naomi and her husband, Jesus bought us back. He redeemed us from sin. He redeemed us from sin by dying on the cross. He purchased our freedom for us. The price he paid for our freedom from sin was his life. He is also like Boaz because he is our covering. Just like Boaz covered Ruth with his garment, Jesus' blood covers us and our sins. So when God sees us, he does not see our sins. We can come into the very presence of God and talk with him and pray to him and know his love for us because our sins have been forgiven. We are not left alone to worry what will become of us. Jesus has come as our kinsman redeemer to take care of us, protect us, and provide for us. We have everything we need in Jesus. Let me pray with you before we go. Dear Father, we thank you so much that you gave us Jesus to be our kinsman redeemer. Jesus redeemed us from our sin and made us sons and daughters of God. We now can come to God in prayer in Jesus' name and ask him to be near to us and to provide for us and to protect us. We thank you that you love us so much that you did not leave us stuck in our sin and separated from you. Jesus, we accept what you did for us on the cross. We ask you to be our Lord, our Savior, and our kinsman redeemer. We are forever grateful. Amen. Thank you so much for joining me this week, True Seekers. I do appreciate all your reviews and your comments. If you have time or if you have a chance to leave a review in iTunes, I would be so grateful. It helps others find the podcast and learn about God too. I'll talk to you soon.